Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembury. As an empowerment coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live authentically in alignment with their values. I truly believe that everyone is capable of greatness. If you are looking for an honest and refreshingly down-to-earth podcast that can help you become the best version of yourself, you have come to the right place. Think of this podcast as your go-to weekly dose of mindset development. Get ready to feel empowered because the tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think. Please visit theabundancehub.com to read more about my offerings and subscribe to receive a free gift straight to your inbox. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Welcome guys to episode 21. I'm so, so happy you have joined me today and I'm really, really pumped to be bringing you something that I'm really passionate about. So earlier this week, I put the question out there on Instagram. I gave you guys, I gave you guys the option of four topics. So I asked you between four different topics, which one would you like to hear most coming up? And it was between that time we nearly went bankrupt or what does it really take to run a viable business from home? Um, They were my top two that you guys wanted to hear about. So this week I have decided to chat to you guys about all things running a business from home. I'm really excited. Um, I think this is going to end up being like a part of a series because I have so many different levels and layers to the types of business that I run, um, that I've ran, etc., etc. But um, I'm really, really excited to bring that to you guys today. I haven't named this yet, but I think it really is going to shed some light on some things that I know that for a lot of women that I've worked with, there, there's sometimes there is a few really big blocks around what it really means to run a business from home, especially if you are a mum. So I'm really excited. But as we start every single week now by reading a review, that is what I am going to do. So if you guys have just tuned in and you're not familiar with my format every single week, I, anyone who has given me a five-star rating and has written a review in the podcast app, I choose someone randomly and I read their review on a podcast. Now, when this started, I was just like, hey, it's a bit of recognition. It's cool if if yours gets read out. But now um, moving forward, what I've decided to do is that once a month, I am going to give one of the lucky people that I've read out their review on the podcast a prize. So I'm just going to draw one randomly and they're going to win a little gift from me and I'm going to post it to them. So um, it'll be something like a set of inspiration cards or something like that, that is in alignment with what I, with what I do and what I love to do for my clients and, um, and for people that I work with. So with no further ado today, we have Alicia, a podcast, a podcast review from Alicia who is a designer and her podcast reads actually incredible. I feel so lucky to have stumbled upon Jess's podcast. If you are looking for someone to speak to you 
and what you are capable of as a woman, especially if you are a mum, this is the podcast for you. Jess is honest, upfront, mindset challenging style makes you get real with what you're telling yourself real quick. I haven't yet listened to all episodes, but this is fast becoming my fave and I've already had several aha moments that have impacted my life. This is a must listen. Thank you, Alicia. I honestly, every single time I read one of these out, I I honestly, I just feel overwhelmed with gratitude for you guys because when I receive people messaging me or I receive reviews, it just keeps me going. It just really reminds me why I'm here. Um, and it, it just, cause sometimes like, I've got to be honest with you guys. Sometimes I have weeks where I'm just like, Oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I really have to look for inspiration. And most of the time when I do have those blocks, I find that the reason for that is because I've probably gone off out of my routine or I've gone off track with some of my goals. And so I just feel less than inspired but I feel like those are the times when I have to speak to the mic the most because that's what we're all here to do. And that's what I'm here to do is to let you guys know that I am as human as you are. Surprise. <laughs> but, um, you know, we, we really are all the same. And I think that's something that's so important for you guys to know is that if you're tuning in for the first time, I'm here to be refreshingly honest. I'm not here to fuck around. I'm not here to sugarcoat things. I'm not going to give you a huge ass kicking, but I'll give you a medium one. And the thing is, is that I don't really think that at the stage we're in, in this world, you know, with, with all the stuff on social media, you can go and find inspiration anywhere, but unless you're going to be open to really hearing stuff and to really like it's all good to hear the you can do it babe kind of messages out there but my podcast isn't that and it isn't a scripted story it is just me talking to you and giving you my experiences so this week i'm really excited um i as i said i got your feedback and it was between this and going bankrupt so it was either how to run a business from home or my story around that time we nearly went bankrupt um, both, which are funnily enough intertwined. So I'm going to do what it really takes to run a business today. And I will do the bankruptcy stuff another day. But, um, to be honest, when I, when I wrote down that topic, cause I write topics into my notes on my phone. And when I wrote down that topic, I thought, okay, so what does it really take? I'm going to give everyone a bit of an ass kicking. And then I started to think, wow, okay, so which part of my journey do I teach on? So I'm going to give you guys a bit of a background. Some of you guys will know it. Some of you guys won't, but it won't pay to, it won't hurt to hear it again. So when I was 17, I left school, finished year 12, left school, went to study TAFE. I studied photography for a year and then I went and got myself a job, a J-O-B, yay, um, working part-time for a photography studio. And then I ran a business on the side. And I did that, I did that quite successfully for about three to four years. At the time, I must say, I think business was way more simple. Um, social media didn't really exist. So it was kind of like word of mouth business rather than anything else. Um the tax wasn't as complicated. It just seemed really easy. I just put a bit aside and I just, and I think my, 
I think my life was easy. I, you know, I was single. I didn't have kids. Um, there was a lot of ease that came with running that business. And a lot of my clients gave me cash. So, um, running a business back then, I, at the age of around 21, I was earning over $2,000 a week doing my photography. Um, I have no idea where all that money went, to be honest. I used to at least earn 1500 a week, but I don't know where it went. Probably should have bought a house or done something like that, but I definitely had lots of fun. <laughs> um, sad to say, I didn't even like have that much to show for it, but I definitely enjoyed life. That's for sure. Um, I wasn't even living large, but I suppose the point is, is that, um, I had created a very viable business. And for a lot of people in a, in a stay at home business style of, of approach would be really, really, really thrilled to earn that kind of money. So I did that. Um, and then I met my now husband, Ryan, and I ended up moving to Sydney. And so then we started working in his family business, which we then eventually bought off his, um, off his mum and dad at one point because his dad was, you know, not well enough to work anymore. So then we moved into, I suppose what you'd call a more traditional business. And by traditional business, I mean, you, you have your like business name, you have your trademarks, you have your companies, your trusts, you have your potential staff, your subcontractors, you have a commercial lease, you have equipment, you have everything. Um, Ryan's business has been an incredible business and still is to this day. He, um, he's a, he's a wedding photographer, very good one. He's one of the top in Australia, if not the world. And, um, And so we joined forces and we have been running that business ever since, which was 12 years ago, but that's what I would call a traditional business. So a lot of overheads, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then, um, it would have been just after Scarlett was born, I started to run what we would call an online business. And so when I started that, I had my Instagram account was actually called MILF in training which was motivation, inspiration, lifestyle, and fitness. (laughs) I look back now and I'm like, oh my God, Jess, so tragic. But at the time I loved it. (laughs) And, um, and I started selling like, and helping people, I started helping people with inspiration and motivation, but then it led me down the track of creating a, a meal plan and, um, a recipe guide. And so I started selling that online and that's how I started my working from home online business as a mum. So I kind of gave you a really quick wrap, wrap up there. It was like zoom, zoom, zoom through the last 15 years of my life. But, um, that's kind of the space I want to talk to you guys about today. And so I did that for a while. I had, um, I had actually, made quite a few online sales. So it sold our, you know, my, um, my meal plans and my recipes to quite a few people. And then from there, what I did was I started to, um, to print the books and I used to sell them as a printed copy because there was lots of people that seemed to want that. Um, turns out not as many people wanted it as I thought. I think what happened is 
you know, a few people had asked for it and then, you know, people just don't come through with, with, they want something and then they, you know, they don't. Um, so what had happened there is, um, is I had printed quite a lot of books and I didn't sell them all. And then I decided I'd become a personal trainer. So I thought I'm go do that. And then I can train people and I can sell them the book and everything will be great. Um, long story short, and I think I've kind of covered this in a previous podcast, but I didn't really think through the personal training gig with it, with a baby. Um, and, and to be honest, I hadn't really thought through the amount of sacrifice and the trading time for money and all that stuff. And so then, um, about three, three and a half years ago, I decided that what I would do is I would join a network marketing company. And I did that. I absolutely loved my time doing that. I, um, and I was really fortunate. I actually, I shouldn't say fortunate. I was really focused. (laughs) So when I, when I decided to do that, I was like, this is kind of make or break. Like I kind of need to do this really well, or I'm just going to prove to myself that as an, as a mum, um, I'm not really earning enough money and I'm probably going to have to go back to the actual J-O-B job. And that was something I really didn't want to have to do. I think a lot of you, if your parents can relate, especially if your mums, we, um, we have, we want kids, you know, we, we decide as a couple to have kids and then we have the kid and then we have no idea the kind of, um, emotions that we're going to go through and the kind of pressure that we're going to feel and the, the sleep deprivation and the mum guilt. But then eventually hubby gets sick of, or you're a single parent, you know, you've even got that more amplified, but eventually the, the partner or the husband gets sick of this, like your only job is being a mum gig because there's this big fucking gap in the market around what are these expectations of becoming a parent in my, in my opinion. Um, and this is no, this is no offense to men, but they just don't understand what it takes to like mentally and physically to look after children, to think about them every second of the day, to keep refilling the fridge and doing the washing and the cleaning and all those things on top of then running a business and trying to stay slim and look good and all that jazz. Um, just as we don't understand what it means for them to go to work every day and to continue to have to show up no matter what, to make sure money lands in the account every week. So I don't discount either side, but I definitely feel like there's this huge, there's this huge gap. There's this, like, no one ever fucking discussed, like what's going to happen when the baby's like one and a half or two and the money's just running out, like, living on one wage isn't cutting it anymore. And we really didn't plan properly and we thought it would be okay, but now maternity leave stopped and now I'm getting sick of it. And I just want, I I want you to go back to work, but you don't want to. And so then you start to think about maybe doing like a business from home and that could be an online business or a traditional business. But a lot of people now, um, whether it comes in the shape of, like a network marketing style of business, um, or whether it comes in the shape of an online business, like selling things online, you might create kids clothing. Um, you might be a coach like myself now. Um, there's a million things you can do, but then you get into the space of, okay. And I'm talking to the mums today, 
but you can, you can take this on whether you're a mum or not, to be honest, but then you're like, okay, I'm going to create income from home. I'm not going to need the tradition, the things a traditional business needs, like a shop front, like staff, like lots of equipment, like a fit out, like all that stuff. Right. Um, and so there's a lot of people in this boat where they're like, okay, I'm going to do a business. And so I think a lot of people, and I, I, I know that I'm correct when saying this, I would, I don't know the exact figure, but I know that we always talk about, you know, men earning more, women earning less. And there's not many women that are earning over a hundred thousand a year, um, working from home or even working in a traditional job. Um, it becomes a bit of a minority. It becomes a bit of a specialist field. You need to have worked a long time to get to that point. And if you have, have a break and have kids that often puts a spanner in the works. Um, but then the thing is, is that there are, to be honest, there are so many people that say they're going to start something. Um, like, and I'm not, I can think of a thousand things. You can be a beautician, you can be you can sell clothing online. You can make a kid's range of clothing. You can decorate cakes. Um, you could be a personal trainer. You could do anything that requires your skills, your time, and you could start to create a viable business. The thing is, is that I'm guessing 80% are are failing. 80% of people who go, I'm going to do either a a stay at home business, a run from home business around my kids or while my kids are at kindy, or I'm going to do a network marketing business. And I'm going to do that while, when my kids are asleep or what have you, maybe not failing, but not achieving the results you want. And I remember when I used to coach my team and I still do, you know, I still coach anyone that needs my help within my team because I still do love and recommend the product that I take. And I would never, ever want my family not taking it because we've never been healthier. Um, but I'm not here to talk to you about my product and sell you on things. That's definitely not what I'm here to do. Um, because number one, I think that's why people fail, (laughs) especially when it comes to network marketing. Um, I'm definitely not here to talk about that today. I can do a whole nother thing on that, but in general, I think there are a few fundamental things that I'd love to share with you around my journey and around what I found worked and didn't work for me and what I found now has worked. And I'll give you a little bit of a rundown because when I did my network marketing business, I, I did really well at it. I got to, you know, the top, the top level in the company in just under 12 months, which was one of the fastest ever females to do it. Um, and stuff was rolling and, you know, there were the names in lights and it was all the significance based stuff. And, you know, Jess has done this and she did that. And now she's this many clubs. And, and I was always, I wasn't, I'm not a significance driven person. So, um, my driving force isn't significance. Um, it's actually variety. So there was a lot I got from, from the business in terms of that. But, um, you know, I did manage to build myself a six figure a year income and there were a lot of people asking me and I hate this about network marketing, but what are you earning? And it's kind of like this thing you talk about, but in the last probably eight to nine months, I've completely transformed my business where I'm at. I have, 
I've, I've come, I've, you know, I've studied and I've done all these things that have led me down the path of becoming a coach because I knew that within that space, there wasn't, there was no space for me to shine the way I wanted to. I needed to be able to transform people's lives, no matter where they were, no matter what business they did, because I truly believe that the business has nothing to do with why you're succeeding or failing. Um, you know, like, People could say, oh, you can sell ice to Eskimos. It doesn't matter if you don't believe in yourself. It doesn't matter if you keep beating yourself down every day. You'll never fucking sell anything. Um, And the same goes with any style of business. The same goes with other things I've mentioned previously, like the idea of, you know, an online boutique or selling kids clothing online or doing cake decorating or offering a service like that or being a beautician or a nail nail person, nail uh, tech or anything. It just doesn't matter what it is. The fact is it doesn't matter how good you are. There's fundamental reasons why people fail and why they succeed. And so I got all that um, recognition and name up in lights and all that stuff. And for me, I absolutely loved nearly every minute of it, but there was so many lessons that I learned along the way. And there are some of the things that I want to share with you, but what I've done now is Like I said, in the last six to nine months, I really, really decided that working from home for me was, oh, you have to, excuse me, I'm yawning. I hope you're not listening to this in the morning. (laughs) Um, Working from home for me was an important part of my life goal, my long-term goal, my mission and my vision. So I, within six months of changing and moving into full-time coaching, hosting retreats, um, and my online coaching system, my module-based system, I've been able to replace that income and actually make more income from it. Um, and what I did in a few years with the network marketing company, I've done in six to nine months with the company I now run and I'm the director of and the founder of, which is the Abundance Hub. Um, and so people would be like, wow, Jess, what was it that, what was it that changed? And so I'm going to give you a bit of a rundown of what I did at the start when I started the business. And, um, this is a bit, this is probably like, you guys are going to be like, oh, Jess, here she goes. She's trying to be funny, but, (laughs) um, so I'm going to give you some tips. All right. So this was me when I started my, my business, right? Um, I was like, okay, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to go out and I'm going to get a really good, nice desk, a white desk. I'm going to get a white desk, right? And I'm going to set that up in the corner and then I'm going to get one of those ring ring flash things. So I look really good when I'm on Zoom calls and I'm on Facebook and whatever. I'm going to get one of those, right? And then I'm going to go out and get all the stationery. Like I'm going to office works. I'm going to spend a hundred bucks on highlighters and pens and fucking clips. And, and I'm going to get cute key key K books to write all my notes in or write all my stuff in. Right. And then I'm going to do a vision board. I'm going to cut magazines up. Now, just before I say this, I'm not, I'm not bagging vision boards, but it's like, Okay, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to do all that. I might get a whiteboard too. And then I'm going to get like a goal writing area. But I got heaps of Kiki K shit. 
and I've gone to Kmart and I've gone to Officeworks. I've got all the stationery. I've got, I've actually got rose gold paper clips for all the papers I need to file, but I don't fucking have any paper to file yet, but it's good because when I have it, when I eventually get shit to file, it's all going to be pretty and everything's going to be in order and everything's going to look beautiful. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy myself a bunch of flowers, like boss babe flowers, right? I'm going to do all that. I'm going to get all that sorted. And then I'm going to make a vision board and I'm going to spend a couple of days cutting out shit from magazines and picturing what life could be like, right? Now, if this sounds like you and you're probably laughing going, oh my God, that's me. That's what I really honestly thought was signified. I've started a business and then I had to post a picture to Instagram, right? So whether it was like the new office, the new digs, the new this or the new that, I was ready. Everything was ready. It was Insta-worthy. It was ready. I had rose gold paper clips for fuck's sake. What more could I want, right? And these are the things that you do not need to run a business from home. These are the things that you shouldn't ever buy unless you're living in a state of denial, which is exactly where I was living um, at the time. And you guys are all like, Jesus, Jess, you really fucking hit, hit the nail on the head, don't you? But I'm telling you this because I don't have a groundbreaking. Um, well, I probably do actually, I probably do have something that'll come out. But the thing is, is that I, um, I thought that's all that stuff signified like organization and boss babeness and all of that. And I'm not discounting it. I'm not saying that that stuff isn't important. Um, but what I did was I fooled myself into believing that those were the most important things. And that once I'd done all that and I'd forgot to feel good for five or 10 minutes, then it was like, okay, cool. Now I've got a business. I'll go check Facebook and I'll go to a post and I'll, I'll cross my fingers and I'll literally sit here and hope someone contacts me. And then I'll get upset because no one's contacted me. And then I'll start to doubt myself. And then I'll start to doubt the business or the model or the product or the clients or the price structure. And then I'll be like, you see, I priced it too high or I didn't align with the right company or I'm not good enough. You see, I never, I knew I could never be cut out for this. And then you go through all that BS, you go through all that bullshit Um, if you haven't heard me before, BS is one of my favorite things to say, but you go through all that BS and then what you do is you decide to start taking less action every single day. You decide to start scrolling Instagram more. You decide to start fucking around, worrying about the housework when you know deep down that the housework is not important because if you guys can't pay your mortgage, Like he doesn't care if the house is clean. Like he might care a little bit, but you start overlooking what's really needs to be done and you start just looking for shit to distract you. And I'm telling you this because it's my story. It's exactly what I used to do. And then if I got really, really upset, like after I'd scrolled Instagram and diverted and procrastinated and all that, then I would online shop to make myself feel better. So I'd buy the, the trip or the conference ticket or the, 
new outfit or the new thing for the kids. So that would just give more fuel to the fire of the fact that I wasn't earning money yet I was at home spending it. Anyone else feel like this familiar? Maybe walk to the coffee shop and waste another five bucks a day on coffee because you're so feeling so sorry for yourself. But tell yourself you can't afford a gym membership. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> I was there just like you guys are. Um, maybe, possibly, maybe were, maybe am, maybe are not willing to accept <laughs> that you are just yet. But this is what this is what happens, and this is this is totally normal and it's totally okay. So that's number one. Um, the biggest, the biggest thing that I want you guys to do today and get from this podcast is that it's okay to be in that state as soon as you own it. It's fine to be in that state, but you have to own it. Now, the thing is you guys are like, okay, Jess, you made me feel like shit now. Thanks a fucking lot. What about the good stuff? You said, what does it really take to run a business from home? Where's the gold? So let me tell you what it takes. Um, And I'm not just going to say like, be organized, have structure, do your time management, like fucking fill out your iCal and color code all your things. No, that's, that's, um, that honestly is just all the BS that people tell you behind what the real truth of it is, behind what it really takes. And this is the this is the thing that I like I don't ever want to sugarcoat shit for you guys, but this is the thing that I really wanted to get across today is that what it really takes to run a viable business, a a business from home, a business as a mama, a network marketing business, a online business, a um, a, any, a trading time for money, service-based business from home. It doesn't matter what type of business. The biggest thing you need is you need to know what you're doing it for. And you need to ask yourself a quality question, which is what do I lose if I don't make this work? What do I lose if I don't make this work? And for me, when I asked myself that question, even when I thought it was working, but it really wasn't like people would look at me from the outside. And if you're in my old community with my network marketing stuff and you're still my people and I still love you guys all to death. But if you're in that community, you, you might've looked from the outside and gone, well, she's gotten here and she's this club and she's that. And everyone's telling everyone what she makes. But the thing was, is that as much as it may have looked like succeeding, there was no solid plan behind it. There was no business plan. There was no structure. There was no, there wasn't enough forward planning and there wasn't enough control around outcomes. There wasn't any respect for the money. There wasn't any structure around what I was doing with it. I didn't understand what my business cost me to run. I didn't have the vision and, and in, especially in network marketing that people talk about, you need to have the why that makes you cry. Um, anyone who who's in one of those businesses, you will know that. Um, and if you're in a different business, you know that too. Like someone would have told it to you, but people are like, why are you doing it? So um, I'm going to try and think of an example Every time I think of an example, I'm like, oh, my one of my friends does that or I don't want to be offensive, but I'm just going to use something. 
I'm just going to use like uh, work from home hairdresser as an example. And I'm not using that for any reason other than to not reference myself, but to just more talk about like a service based. So you can be like, my why is to make people feel absolutely amazing, to transform their hair and give them confidence and make them feel beautiful. But the thing is, is that as a business person, it's not a good enough why. There has to be more. And the truth of the matter is, guys, is that where you get success in business, in my opinion, is when you connect to legacy and long-term. So someone said to me a little while ago, like, I'm doing this thing, but it's not really about the money. I just want to help people. I just want to help people with their health. And I was like, that's bullshit. I'm sorry, but it has to be about the money. And I'm not saying that in a greed way. I believe that money, money, I believe that money is just an energy exchange. So the more you give, the more you get. And nobody ever has a problem with paying you when you know that you're giving them value. So I never, ever resent paying my hairdresser because she does a fucking gorgeous job. I never resent paying my nail tech. I never resent paying my eyelash lady. I never resent buying my fake tan because those things make me feel good. I never resent spending money on my kids or hardly ever because I love doing it. So if I'm buying kids clothing from someone who makes it from home, I'm not resenting it. It's an exchange. I'm grateful. So it doesn't matter what industry you're in. The thing is, is that if you feel like you're just out there to help people, that's the number one thing I think is that where you're failing. Because the thing is, is you need to be serious about what you want. And it's not like I want to, I want to retire my husband, which is something a lot of network marketers say. Um, again, I'm not bagging it, but I used to say that, but it was so empty. It was like, I honestly used to say it and I didn't believe I could do it. And then the, the worst part was, is that he didn't want to retire. He, he might want to play more golf or he might want to do less work, but he loves what he does. He loves his photography. He's very fucking good at it. And so again, it was, it was all about like this outside me stuff. And what I realized, especially, um, when I started my new business, which is my current business and which, which I have the long-term vision for, and I firmly believe will be the thing that I do until I'm old and gray is that I have a vision outside of me. I definitely want to help people. I want to see people transform their lives. I want everyone to be able to access my stuff, which is why I've released my module-based coaching because not I can't coach everyone one-on-one and I, I no one, not everyone can afford it. So for me to have to put myself on the line, like that was a big deal. So that's where I was connecting to who I wanted to help. But then the bigger picture is, well, what do I want my life to look like and how hard am I willing to work for it now? And what's the result I'm going to expect? Because the truth is, guys, you can tell yourself you're working for as long as you like, but if the money isn't going into your account, you're not doing it right. That's just, I'm sorry, but it's just the way it is. And I don't tell you that to crush your soul. I tell you that with so much excitement for the future and what it can be. And so here's, if if you've heard this and you're like, oh my God, Jess, why'd you have to say that to me? Um, I wish someone had told me. My husband probably did, but I wasn't willing to listen to him. Um, 
the thing is, I want to shed some light on what you can do. So number one is you need to get to know yourself. You need to understand what makes you tick. You need to realize what you're here to do and why you do it. You need to understand what you love doing, who you are. And I help people with this in module one of my coaching, online coaching, but you need to know who you are. You need to understand why you show up to the table. I know that I am hugely variety driven, hugely quality time driven. I am completely, completely based around fun, travel and connection that my values are, you know, are very easily and and well explained now. And so knowing all of that really helps me know what kind of business I need to be in and what I need to do in terms of crafting a business plan so that my business allows me that stuff. Now, when I say the word business plan, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't like that. I don't want to do a business plan. The thing is, guys, if you don't do a business plan, you won't have a viable business. So you need to have one. And it might not be the perfect business plan, but you need to plan your structure. You need to know where you're going. You need to reverse engineer what you're going to earn. Um, And so you need to know yourself. You need to know what makes you tick. You need to understand who you are. Because if you're showing up because of scarcity, desperation, all that kind of stuff, you'll never make it work and you'll get back to the shitty spot you're in. You'll go round and round in circles and eventually you'll end up in the same spot. Or you'll just repeat history for a few years and then either yourself or your your hubby or someone will just get the shits with you and you'll just quit, which is the truth. I know, I know it will happen. Or you get to know yourself. You figure out who the fuck you are you figure out what you're meant to be doing and you understand what makes you tick and then you start writing a business plan. Even if you're in network marketing, even if you're in cake decorating, even if you're in the nail tech, stay-at-home hairdressing business, you need a business plan. I don't care what you're doing. I'm just trying to pick like a few things that lots of mamas do. Selling a product online, um, like it might be kids' clothes or homewares or something. You need a business plan. Then what you need to do is you need to get into numbers and you need to do them well. So I follow a set of principles, a set of wealth principles that means I have percentages of where my money goes. Now, knowing that my business costs me a certain percentage of what I earn, every dollar that comes into my account, I know what percentage it takes to get keep this business running. I know what I need to put aside for tax. I know what I need to put aside for saving because saving is really important in business. This is something that I never got told from a young age. Even if you only save 1%, what you need to do is you need to get to a point where you have enough saved to, to mean that if you couldn't work for three months, you would be okay. And that's when you know that you've got a viable business. And so if you start thinking about stuff like this, you go, wow, okay, this is actually serious stuff because you're not going to do a shit business for the next 20 or 30 years. You're going to want to do one that's viable, right? One that's organized. And so for me, the thing is, is I've never ever had to stress about, or since, since doing all this for myself, I've never had to stress about, is this viable? Is this working? Because I've made sure it's in there, it's in the plan. And then the biggest thing that you do after that is you go, where are my strengths? What do I do well? Know what you do well, because I do this well. I talk to people well. I create content well. I don't do 
other things so well. I have someone who does my marketing for me. I have someone who does my backend stuff for me. I have people who figure out things I'm not good at because I'm not trying to be a jack of all trades. And then the, I suppose the final, the final thing is, is that you've got to ask yourself a really good quality question. And this may, I think I already said it, but you've got to ask yourself, what does this cost me if I don't make it work? Where does this land me? And am I happy to be landed back there or am I not happy? Because trust me when I tell you guys that the thought of me having to work a full-time job makes me want to vomit. And I'm not saying people who have jobs, it's terrible. It's just, for me, it's not the way I want to work. Whereas there are other people who work really well having a job. Like I know some people that they just thrive having the the stability and the certainty around a job. They love their workmates and they do really well at it and they thrive off knowing what their income is and then they work that income, you know, so well. They've achieved so much. They've bought properties. They've um, they've achieved so much. They've done their holidays every year. They've done all that with their income from their J-O-B job. So I'm not saying there's a good or a bad, but what I'm saying is that if this podcast is interesting to you, And that if you're asking yourself, like, what does it really take to run a business from home? You don't need fluff. You don't need like, here's the next thing. And there's a funnel for this. And there's a thing where you, when you get this many followers, you get the swipe up function because none of that matters. (laughs) And I hate to say that, but it really doesn't. Like if you have 500 followers and you're doing a good job and you know what you're here to do, and you sew into them and you treat them all like a a million dollar business and you have a plan and you have a structure and you know what makes you tick and you have the business plan and you have the, the money sorted and the percentages and not one cent comes into your account, gets spent willy nilly. You're serious about the long term. You're serious about the legacy you want to leave. You're serious about all that. Trust me, it doesn't matter how many followers you have. It doesn't matter how pretty your pictures are doesn't fucking matter if you need a funnel um, because none of that matters when you don't have a business plan and when you don't know what makes you tick. I've seen so many people waste money on stuff like that. What we'll do is we'll just get a landing page and we'll just throw it out there. And what we'll do is we'll, we'll come up with a good idea and we'll think we're experts and then we'll post about it that day. The day we come up with the idea, we'll post about it. Do you think I came up with my module-based training or my podcast or my coaching system or my retreats? And the day I realized I wanted to do retreats, I was like, I'm doing a retreat. I have no fucking idea what I'm doing, but I'm doing one. No, the day I posted about it came from months and months and months of planning. It came from so much blood, sweat and tears. It came from viability reports and all sorts of things that I had to make sure this was going to work. It came from so much internal work, knowing I was capable to deliver to people and change their lives. It didn't come from short-term satisfaction of I'm going to do a quick post and I'm just going to hope that next week I've earned a thousand bucks because you might earn a thousand bucks for one week. But trust me when I tell you that that will never, ever sustain you long-term if you do not have number one, your own business plan. Number one, understanding of what, who you are. Number two, number three, (laughs) 
what legacy are you leaving? Because if you don't know how to work backwards, if you don't know how to work on the 30, 40, 50 year plan, then you will never, ever make a viable business last long term. And it won't pay your bills. It won't pay your mortgage. There'll be a point in time where it comes where you're just like, shit, I fucked up. And I tell you this because I've seen it happen to us. Um, when I tell you about the bankruptcy story, you'll hear more about that, but or the near bankruptcy because we did not do it. We were strong enough to get through it. But I'm telling you all this because I genuinely love seeing women succeed. And what I love more than anything is seeing women succeed in a space where they thought they could never do it. So if you're thinking, if you're listening to this and you're like, you know what, she's just confirmed it. I'm not cut out for this. This isn't for me. I knew this was too much. I don't want you to think that way. I want you to go, okay, if she could do it, I can too. Because Jess was pretty, I'm not good at reading. I'm not good at maths. I'm not good at a lot of stuff. Um, And it took me so much personal growth to get to where I am, girls. So me three or four years ago compared to who I am now is a very different story. And it's a very different woman standing in front of you or speaking to you today to who she was um, a while ago. And, And I want you to know that you do have it within you. There are people dumber than you (laughs) doing more than you just because they decided to either just believe in themselves, get out of their own way, or even more simply just get someone to help them, just get some help and make it happen. But I want you guys to leave this podcast today with a faith around, okay, well, if, if, if she's felt it, And I'm feeling it. There's probably a lot of other people feeling it too. And what can you do moving forward? What can you do today or tomorrow or this week that starts to change the the outcome or the the dire future that you're looking at and that you're feeling like it's never going to work? What can you do today, tomorrow, this week that changes the outlook, that changes the, the narrative, that changes the landscape. Because I can think of a hundred things. Number one, the biggest, best thing you can ever do is be vulnerable and be honest, be raw and be authentic. So if you've gone along and cruised along, not knowing what you're doing, you need to find someone you can do that with. And whether it's your mum, your dad, your sister, your husband, your social media following, a supplier that you need help with, a whoever, you need to think, how can I be more real honest, vulnerable, authentic? How can I get my message to more people and how can I relate? And so if I was a little online clothing shop, I would be like, I want to show people who I am. I want to show people why I'm doing this. I want to show people what this means to us. I'd be, if I was in the network marketing game and I felt like all I did was post what everyone else was posting, I'd be digging deep. I'd be going, well, what am I really here to do? And who am I? And what does this really mean? Um, I coach people all the time. Like I've coached people high up in the industries that I speak about. And every single time there is something missing. There's a missing link. And I delve into it with them in our one-on-one coaching sessions. And it's like, they finally get it. And they're like, fuck, that was so obvious. Yet it was so far away. So ask yourself, write down, get pen to paper, what can I do tomorrow, today, that will help change the narrative or the landscape or the outlook that I've got? Where do I go from here? Who do I ask for help? 
Um, where do I invest my time? What do I stop doing? What do I start doing more of? What do I stop? What do I start doing less of? Um, how serious am I on a scale to one of 10, one to 10? How much am I willing to sacrifice? Am I willing to be up till nine or 10 o'clock at night working my ass off? Because that's what most people who, who run businesses do. (laughs) Um, and they love it because they really see the rewards, but ask yourself some good quality questions and reach out to me. If you have a question, um, reach out to me if you want to work with me, or if you have any questions about what I do with my coaching online, but most of all know that if you feel lost, you can do it. We're in a world now that what it takes to run a business from home, you can listen to podcasts like this. You can get a bit of an ass kicking, but then you can go and find information. You can go and learn skills. You can go and figure out what makes you tick. You can go and learn how to build legacy and mission and all those things. It's at your fingertips, guys. I was going to say ladies and I was going to say girls. And then I was like, guys, because there could be a guy listening. But ladies, it's at your fingertips. The truth is it's just do you decide today I'm doing it or I'm just going to give up? And I, I really truly hope that none of you do give up. I really hope that what you've heard here is a chance to really turn a corner, a chance to potentially unfold or uncover or get closer to somebody who can help you have that breakthrough moment like I had, which I think was episode eight. Um, But when you have that, trust me, your world will change. Your business will change. Your income will change. Your relationships will change. And you have that opportunity. Everyone does. We're all the same. We're all equal. We all have that opportunity. The only question is, do you look for it? Do you look for, do you let your thoughts take you to a good place or do you let your thoughts take you to a negative one? So with that said, guys, girls, ladies, I am going to leave you to it. I hope you've enjoyed this. Send me your feedback. And um, and if you need a follow-up to this, I want to get some questions and I'm going to ask you, please review If you found this business coaching useful, this personal development stuff useful, give me a five-star rating, pop me a review. You might even win a gift from me. Have a beautiful, beautiful rest of the week. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Abundance Hub podcast. Please screenshot and share it with your friends because living abundantly means sharing things you love with the people around you. If you post on social media, make sure you use hashtag TheAbundanceHub. And if you'd like to help us, please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps me get the message out to more people. Congratulations on taking time to invest in yourself today.